What up, unchurched peeps? Welcome to the Unchurched Podcast. This is Sean Dizzle. And before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to take a second and remind you uh, how you can get involved and where you can reach us. So if you're listening on iTunes, go ahead and click subscribe. And if you leave a five-star review, uh, we'll shout you out on the next episode or one of the episodes coming up. Uh, but wherever you listen, go ahead and follow us, like us, leave us a comment, give some hearts, some thumbs, whatever you can do. We definitely appreciate you listening. We appreciate you hanging out with us. And um, I also want to take a second and let you know where you can get in touch with us. Um, questions, comments, topics. If you want to be on the podcast, that would be cool too. We love doing interviews. And remember, we've committed to doing one a month. So we've got some in the queue. We've got some interviews coming up, but you know, that's going to run out. So why not get involved if you like the combos that we be having? So if you want to do that or get in touch or anything with us, um, hop on whatever email system you use and type in unchurchedpod at gmail and go ahead and drop us a line. Another easy way is to check out our website, unchurchedpodcast.wordpress.com, and you can find us there and drop a line there as well. And again, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, we'd love to get some feedback and possibly, you know, get some, uh, get some new interviews out of the deal. You know what I mean? But all right, you don't want to hear me keep rambling about where you can find us. So let's get to it. Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. Mikey Hizzle. We are. It's, ex, it's an exciting night. It's been, yeah, the last 20 minutes have been lit. Yeah. Yeah. Technology fails, especially when you have old shit and want to cut in and out. Um, but yeah, dude, it works. Yeah, you got to get you a new one on Amazon or something like that. Yeah, I'll have to find a new uh, USB splitter, but yeah, that's boring to talk about. So that works. It's totally fine. So how's, how's it been, bro? Yeah, all good. So I just uh, edited the last episode on the day of this recording, and I think it's our best one yet. I think it's going to be fantastic. Really? And um, yeah, I think it's really, 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 really good. Sweet. So, but I'm also biased. I've listened to it a couple times while editing, and um, I don't think we could have did anything different. So, well, that's exciting. Can't wait to I, hear it. Yeah, I'd do it the exact same way all over again because it was that good of an episode. 
So I'm excited for everybody to hear it. I guess at the point of this recording, you've probably already heard it if you follow us. And um, and if you enjoyed it just as much as I did, then by all means, drop us a like and a five star rating and a review. And we'd appreciate we love you a long time. So long. We love you. Uh, so tonight is exciting. Why? You've got you've got this gorgeous girl sitting next to you. <laughs> she fine, she gorgeous. Dude. She gorgeous. Yeah, she is. Say hi. Hello. <laughs> I'm not Hello. gonna. I'm not gonna talk in a country accent tonight. Hello, Governor. Tonight. <laughs> tonight. <laughs> we gonna have Just some fun you, tonight. <laughs> It's all good. We've been waiting on this interview. This was supposed to be our first interview, but it didn't happen that way. Yeah, some things came up. Mm-hmm. Ended up not happening. Mm-hmm. Girl, you better get it together. Here I am. Together. So, yeah, let's have some fun, huh? So, we'll let's do some do interview questions and um, talk some shit. It'll be fun. Also, yes. before, though, before, though, we do that... We're coming down to see you guys. It's going to be so much fun. Yes, we are so excited. Yeah, I can't wait, man. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll prob- probably do like a two-hour podcast that day. We'll just do a marathon. Yeah. Yeah, a podcast marathon. It'll be fun. And uh, maybe we just drop them out every uh, day. I don't know how many we'll do, but let's just say we do four episodes. Mm-hmm. We should just like do, just release them right away. Just one a day, or just once yeah. on a Sunday. You just get four episodes. No, no, no. Just like one a day, or two a day, whatever. However, however many we do that we can edit all at one time. Hmm. Who, who am I kidding? <laughs> we'll probably drink so much we wouldn't be able to edit anything. Yeah, man, the last time we were at your place, we almost didn't even get one in. Yeah, that was fun. We stayed up till like, fucking 2 in the morning, <laughs> like, oh, shit, we haven't recorded at all. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to bring all my equipment. I'll bring my computer. I'll bring my, my microphones and interface and all that stuff. And Well, you've got the, you've got, actually got the newer computer, so maybe we'll just use yours. I'll need your like interface, that. though. Yeah, definitely. I've got the two mic port interface. I'd say this bring thing it is, all, man. <laughs> yeah, I'll bring it all. We'll just have some fun. Then maybe we can have a four-way. hey Wouldn't it be a four-and-a-half-way? Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, technically, I guess it would be a four-and-a-half-way. But that's just weird. Yeah, <laughs> sure is. That makes you think of a midget. So we were actually just... Uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Actually, you created a midget. You should be proud of yourself. Actually, you know what? I was I was listening to um, the comedian Brad Williams, and uh, he said that when his parents got pregnant with him, his doctor was like super Catholic, and didn't want to tell them that, you know, she was carrying a a midget baby, and because he was afraid that they were going to want to abort him. Because they wouldn't want to deal with all the physical problems. So it was like a month left to go in the pregnancy. And it was like, oh, yeah, by the way, um, 
your kid's going to be a midget and a little person. Sorry, I'm saying midget. That's our word. You can't say that. Um, and obviously they didn't abort him. But I'm, I was thinking to myself, dude, how cool would it be if the doctor was a devout Catholic? Our doctor was a devout Catholic and didn't tell us until the eighth month. Hey, you're having a midget. And then I finally get a midget. <laughs> um, I should probably not be laughing at that. <laughs> it would be. There would be some humor to be had. Dude, it'd be awesome. It'd be awesome. He's So he's got this bit where he goes golfing with his dad. And um, and they they look at him and said, uh, dude, your, your son, he's he's a pretty cool golfer. And his dad, his dad says, "Yeah, I taught him everything he knows, but he's got a hell of a short game." And I'm like, <laughs> "Hey, dude, that's brilliant! He's got a hell of a short game." Anyway, hi, Brooklyn. Hello. What's new with you? Oh, you know the huge. Getting ready to head to Nashville this weekend mm. for my sister's fortieth birthday. Okay. Yeah. Uh, me and the Prez. Nice. And my sister. Yeah. So it's going to be fun. Shout out to the Prez. Laurel. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. We're going to cool. have a lot of fun. We're uh, She's never been, so we've got a few things um, planned and, you know, different places to go, different things to see, and different food to eat. So we're excited. One question. Sure. Are you or are you not taking the cowgirl boots? Ooh, I haven't packed yet, so there. I could always take them, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still got some mud on them, so clean them good. Hey, I don't want to hear what y'all do when y'all be <laughs> in your backyard playing yeah. around. Yeah, I actually so. haven't worn them in a while. So I yeah. think, yeah, I think the last time I wore them, uh, I was outside and there was like just something I had to do in the yard and I didn't want to get my shoes dirty. So, so. you wore the boots. I did. Hmm. Yep. Well, you know, true story. I, I got tired of picking up dog shit in my good shoes. Mm-hmm. So I went to the tractor supply store. Ooh. You'd be proud. Yeah. <laughs> and I uh, bought myself them rubber, uh, them rubber shoes. They look yeah. like doctor shoes, like Crocs, but no holes in them. And I used that to pick up shit because nice. inevitably, as soon as you think you're done, you step in a pie. Yeah. So, I tried to like jump around the yard sometimes like trying to miss spots oh, <laughs> when God. I take Hans out so it's probably pretty pretty entertaining to watch well I'm gonna need all that shit to be picked up before we go have a bonfire in the backyard or do yeah. you have bonfires in the front no we have it in the backyard but he only goes in the front so you're oh, good perfect. He doesn't perfect. Go, yeah he doesn't go in the back no pooping in the back Dude, that's actually brilliant. Well, not from our dog. 
There's probably yeah. some other animal. Hopefully, there's not. But. Uh, well, so I, I, I've been taking the dogs for walks because I'm trying to shed some LBs. And um, I, uh, the other day, I was walking the dogs. They shit twice between the two of them. So I had to stop four times during my walk. <laughs> almost two miles. Mile and a half walk. Picked up shit four times on that walk. And I'm like, you know what? This is the way to save my yard right here. Take them on walks. Take them on walks. They shit in everybody else's yard. I pick them up right away, throw it away. So You have to walk around with the little plastic baggie. Exactly. Well, so I've got this little tube that's connected to the uh to the leash and it's full of the little doggy bags. Yeah. And that's what I use. It's the way to go. Yeah. What's up with you, Sean Dizzle? Nothing much, man. Just uh, been editing video and getting shit done. You know what I'm saying? Like a G. Good. Sweet. None of that. I don't know why I keep yawning now. The past few minutes, I've yawned about seven times already. Right. It's uh, almost... Nine o'clock. You're going to be up for another three hours at least. <clears throat> Maybe not. <laughs> he, he goes to bed really late. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's probably yeah, why but I also tired. like sleep to like anywhere between 8, 15 and 9.30. Jesus. But well, I don't go to bed till like one or two in the morning. Yeah, well, then that makes sense. That's average sleep time, I guess. Seven hours, six hours. But it must have been some good dinner. Yeah. Subway. Eat fresh. Eat fresh. <laughs> Plug All the right. subway. Sweet. Well, how about it? Should we get down to it? I think we should get down to the nitty gritty. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. To get down to the nitty gritty. To get down to the nitty gritty. Good, that's the way I like it. Let's get right to the nitty gritty. All right, sweet. And Brooke just shit her pants. (laughs) No, no, I'm not nervous. I'm just... No, I don't. I've looked at like a few of the questions, but I'm not really mm-hmm. nervous. Well, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's about me, so I know me best. So let's do this. All right. Well, just remember where your mic is. All right. I found it. <laughs> it's funny because every time she gets closer to the mic, she talks like lower. So it doesn't even matter that she's closer. Listen, to the mic. I'll talk normal. I got this. She, she's got this. All right. Bet. So, first question. All right. When did you come to know Christ, and what is your story? Ooh. All right. Well, I, um, well yeah, I, I grew up in the church, so I know that's probably another part of another question. But anyways, I grew up in the church, and um, I actually had switched churches um in fourth grade and uh i had started going to a church with some of my friends and uh i was at a um 
revival. And um, my grandma had been talking to me uh, quite a bit. My grandma. Mom. Uh, yeah, she's the best. Um, anyway, she had been talking to me uh, about certain things. And um, when I went to the revival, I decided to um, come, you know, I decided to accept Jesus Christ as my Savior. And um, after that, um, I started going to um, another church. And it was really, it was a really weird transition. Um, I'm probably, like I said, I'm going into another question, I guess. Um, but I was actually raised in the Church of God. And um, the Church of God is right. Hallelujah, bye, bye. Um, so, Seriously? Is that the song? Yeah, bro, you don't know that? I don't know that. Yeah, it was it was it was a small church. Um, Most of my family went to the church. My uh, when I was growing up, uh, you know, a lot of my family uh, were preachers, and um, so I I went to that church ever since I was um, well, since I was like born. And then my grandma was my Sunday school teacher. She was my Sunday school teacher all the way from. Yeah, uh, she was my Sunday school teacher all the way up until I left. So she was like Sunday school teacher from like pre-K to eighth grade. So she was like, wow. it's a very large span of age because there wasn't, there was probably maybe four or five kids in my class. Um, there wasn't like a lot of youth. There wasn't a lot of like activities to do. Um, I went to like church camp. Um in a town that was like 45 minutes away and it was just like day camps where you went during the day and then the church picked you up in the evening and then you went back the next day so we didn't even spend the night yeah um and then uh like i said my grandma she was my teacher like my sunday school teacher and she had been talking to me and different stuff but i decided to go to a uh, Baptist church with uh, one of my friends and then we ended up going to this revival and um, yeah I accepted Christ at that revival and then s- ever since then like I started like from that moment on I started going to this other church and yeah it was a uh, like I could tell that my grandma was kind of um she wanted me to kind of do my own thing, but at the same time, she she was kind of upset, maybe or sad that I wasn't going to their church any longer. Yeah, yeah, which is which I get, but I I think she understood that I you know the at my age and um, I was starting to get involved in like different sports and activities in school, and like our church just didn't have that you know activity where it was you know like youth and different stuff mm-hmm. like that so wow. so yeah so yeah that's so, that's kind of the the gist of it <laughs> so so you went from church of god to baptist Southern, Southern baptist Southern baptist <laughs> yeah wow mhm wow that's yeah. crazy and so how long were you part of that church then um, I actually went there up until, um, I went there probably through college. Whenever I would come home, I would still go there a little bit. 
Mm-hmm. Um, me and Sean actually, um, my mom went there. She goes to a different church now, but um, we actually went to Easter with her last year there. Yeah. So. Okay. That's cool. So yeah. that same church is still existing, like in your town right now? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So like once I got involved um, with that church, I started to get uh, becoming involved in what's called uh, GAs, which is Girls in Action. I don't know if you've heard of it. <laughs> so pretty much you just Oh, meet. yeah. I know that organization very well. Yeah. So it's- Michael's been a member for years. <laughs> for years. I've been like a camp counselor in Girls, uh, girls, girls in Action. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Uh, so you would like meet on Wednesday nights and you'd have like a lesson and then you could play in the gym and kind of okay. just hang out. Yeah. And then, That's ob- cool. yeah. And then obviously whenever I got into junior high, there was, um, like a junior high program where it was, you know, sixth and seventh grade. And then of course, when I got into high school, there was just like a high school program and there was just tons of stuff for you to do. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Very cool. So it sounds like then that this Baptist church had a lot of stuff for for kids, and that was probably one of their primary focuses. Oh yeah, definitely youth. Yeah, is, yeah youth was a yeah definitely a focus. Um, they had yeah a lot of stuff geared to the youth, and it That's was just cool. more yeah, and it was just more active and um, like just. You know, thinking back, you know, the Church of God, um, like our attendance would be like 50 at the church and maybe even less than that. Um, So in Sunday school, Sunday school, like I said, my class was probably like five. And then once you got into um, eighth or once you got into high school, you went to another class and there was probably like (laughs) four or five in that class. Thank you. So, yeah, it was just, it was just more like my friends were, uh, my friends were all there and it started to be, you know, more, um, more like social. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Country club, social club. That's cool. Yeah. All right. So that's. So at what, at what point did you leave the church? Have you left the church? Mm-hmm. And what was the reason for that? Well, I would think that, uh, or, I, you know, whenever I went into college, I moved away. Uh, so when I went to college, I moved about two hours, two and a half hours from home. And um, I didn't come home every weekend. And, you know, I'd went to a few churches in, up there, but probably fell out of going into like more of a routine whenever I was in college. Um, I just, I don't know. Like I just didn't go. And then when I came home, I would visit and go. Um, but I don't think like, I I don't consider myself like leaving the church then like, like leaving it and not like looking back or anything. Um, but I do felt like after that, I, didn't go as often. Yeah. So, and then, um, just kind of after I graduated, just like working different, 
different shifts and stuff I'd have to work on Sunday. So then that was always an excuse. And uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, I still did attend, you know, various times, but not like every Sunday religiously. Sure. Um, now. So it was more of a. Like a gradual. Well, gradual, but it was more of a, hey, I'm busy doing other things. Yeah. Yeah. Or was was some of it or all of it because, like, this is just an example or mm-hmm. for instance or whatever, but, like, man, I could be going to church or I could be studying or working or making... Oh, yeah. Definitely. Or just sleeping in or, like, it's yeah. all, you know, was it, like, it almost outweighed not going because it was better for you yes yeah yeah definitely i'm not trying to put words in your mouth no you're not i um no i agree to that i agree with that because like i also i worked at the hospital so i was working like night shift and so Hmm. like i needed that extra day to you know catch up on sleep or i drinking that ball juice too (laughs) oh my god i was not drinking red bull i do not like red bull (laughs) here we go here we go (laughs) i don't like red bull Insert Sean's uh, clip here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess maybe, like, I just, I was tired, I was working, you know, excuses. But yeah, I feel now, um, I don't know, I feel now we've just had so much stuff, like, go on that I just, I don't even, I don't even want to be, like, around a group of people. Yeah. You know, like they no, I'm not saying like they're like they don't people or? Yeah, like going to church. Yeah. I don't think that um I mean, I'm sure like they're I mean So you're basically saying church people suck. I did not say that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that statement uh, about 2 seconds ago. <laughs> not trying to put words in your mouth. <laughs> But no, I think that like with everything that's just gone on in the last, you know, since August, I feel like I'd rather just be, I don't know, I'd just rather be alone sometimes. Like I've got friends that are supportive. I've got, you know, I've got the people that mean everything to me that, you know, I want to see, I want to be with. And sometimes that's even hard. Like it's hard to go into a group of people whenever you're still kind of mad at God, I guess is a good way to say it. Yeah. And you, you're not going to learn anything. I mean, I probably wouldn't learn anything. And the only reason I say that is because my mind's focused on something else. Sure. Uh, Yeah. I got, you know, a lot of stuff that I'm, you know, working on dealing with. I'm a lot better than I was, but I don't think I'm ready to step back in that atmosphere just yet. No, it's understandable. Yeah, especially when you, yeah, when you got an issue with God, it's kind of hard to be like, oh, yeah, let's go ahead and do this corporate worship thing and yeah. act like everything is okay. I, I would say that that is more of a commendable stance to say, yeah, I'm just not in the mood to fake it till I make it. Yeah, and I know, like, I haven't lost my faith. That's the one thing that's actually you know okay <laughs> shut up sean <laughs> that's 
that's the one thing that's actually been, you know, stable. I, um, I've probably turned my back on it at first, but I've got to the point or I'm getting to the point where like, I need to focus on that. Like that's going to help me heal. That's going to be, you know, something that is a positive, like, yeah. yeah. Do you think you've turned your back on it though? Or you're just at a place where like we were just saying, it's, it's kind of best for you to step back and just kind of let the dust settle. Not that you're yeah. turning away or backsliding or you're saying, you know, screw you, God, and screw you, faith. And again, I'm just questioning. Yeah, just question. I, I mean. I mean, do you think it's like that, you know, like you've, you know, turned your back? No, I mean, I'm not saying I, like, turned my back and just am like, you know, I don't want anything to do with my faith. I feel like, um, I feel like I have stepped back. I have questioned a lot of things i've questioned you know why why us why why did you know why did any of this stuff happen yeah like i've i've done a lot of questioning i've done a lot of um i have a lot of bitterness i have a lot of um i wouldn't say i don't want to say hate but i'm gonna go with like anger um i have a lot of anger um and like i don't know like it was and it still is i'm not saying i'm over anything but uh at first it was i don't know it was just it was really hard just trying to um like this is god's plan like that's i i just can't i can't yeah. wrap i can't wrap my head around that sometimes like this is his plan to make me hurt this is his plan to make my husband hurt like it's yeah, I just don't get it sometimes. Sure. Well, I feel like we need to call the elephant in the room out here because sure. some people may not know what you're like, kind of talking about. Yeah, some context. So, so you're talking about our miscarriage? Yes. And that's, mm-hmm. okay, so that's the context. In yeah. Which. Yeah, so, yeah, and, you know, while we're going through all of this, you know, this hurt, then, you know, other people that um you know other people that are supposed to be there for you ended up turning their backs excuse me on us yeah and so like that's another loss in itself like it's just that i mean you go back to the why you know why is all of this happening why like i'm a good person i don't deserve this but here we are yeah i think uh yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. Go ahead. I was going to say, I just, I, I think it's one of the, the biggest failures of the church to, or just people in general to say, this is part of God's plan. I don't think that God designed us for pain, to, to take hurt and pain like that. That wasn't his original intent. And obviously, you know, I'm of the belief that pain and suffering in this world as a result of the original sin. And if that's true, we can't blame God for it. That being said, there's still always a looming question in the back of our minds that say, why did God allow this? Well, that's a different question then. That's a different statement then. Why did God allow this? Well, 
that's something different to wrap your mind around. Um, but I'm of the belief that, you know, God doesn't cause sickness and pain. He doesn't cause miscarriages. He doesn't cause, you know, or orchestrate tragedies. I, I just, you know, from my own personal point of view and relationship with God, I don't believe that God causes those things. Does he allow them? Yes. Why he allows them? That's a whole nother fucking two hour conversation as to why he would allow something like that. Yeah. And even then it would just be speculation. Yeah. Uh, But even at the end of all of that, man, I don't blame you. The only thing I can do is sympathize. Yeah. I haven't been through it, but I've been through my own shit where I've said, God, why? And the fact is, is that when you ask God why and that you don't get an answer, that pisses me off. Yeah. I'm pissed. I'm checking out. I'll talk to you later. I'll, I'll see you when I see you. Peace. You know. Yeah. But. Yeah, so I, I feel where you're coming from. Yeah, and I I agree a hundred percent with what you said. I never think that, I never thought that he's the one that you know caused any of it. Um, but like you still have that questioning in your head mm-hmm. because you're going through such an emotional, uh, you know, it's just an it's emotional. It's physically, you know physically emotional every i mean anything i mean it's just so i don't even know it's just a lot and you just question you question everything yeah so um so i guess like i didn't because like when me and sean uh when we got married you know we we did go to a few churches we did look around trying to find one that fits both of us and um, you know, there isn't a lot in this area that that fits both of us. So no, it a kind big of, town like yours. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like <laughs> we were still kind of like searching and looking. Um, and then all of this stuff happened and it kind of pushed it back yeah. a little bit for me. So. Sure. No, I, I get that completely. Um. I mean, so, I do. I still like, like I do a devotional every morning. Yeah. Uh, and when I so, run in the morning, I, uh, I pray a lot and cry. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's, a, that's a good, uh, that's a good thing for me. And I've just recently just kind of been, um, just kind of been focusing on positive things and, mm-hmm. you know, certain things. And I just, I feel like I feel like I'm starting to, you know, get back to myself in a way. That's a good thing. So that so that kind of leads to the to the next thing. So, you know, I, I, I hear you getting into how your life has changed. But that next question was, do you still consider yourself to be a Christian, even though you don't go to church? And it sounds like the answer is a resounding yes. Yes. As you're still doing devotions and it sounds like you're still trying to stay plugged into God. Oh, yeah. And for a while I wasn't, though. Like yeah. I had friends that were sending me um, 
like verses and different devotionals that they were reading in the morning. And I, I just wouldn't read them. You know, I just didn't like, I was like, no, I'm good right now. We'll figure it out. Like me and Sean, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, uh, I kind of push things, I kind of push things back and, um, now, you know, kind of like, you know, I need that. Like I need, I need a devotional. I need to pray. I need to, I need God in my life. I don't need, I don't need him out of it. So, so yeah, I definitely consider myself a Christian. Even in my, even in my darkest days, I still consider myself a Christian. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that that's something that, you know, a lot of people can probably relate to. Like there, there is, when trauma happens, you, you kind of step away and just shut down into your feelings, which is completely okay and rational. And it, it makes complete sense. Um, so much so, and, and, when you stub your toe, the first thing you do is you you go and you you grab it, right? You you instantly go to that source of pain, and I think that that's completely biological, emotionally makes sense, logically makes sense, um, and and so it's okay, and you have to allow yourself to the the chance to be able to to do some self care. Yeah. And I think that if you were even to go to a psychiatrist or something like that, they would tell you that yeah. self-care is probably one of the best things that you could ever do. I mean, the, the, the fact that you seek out help or that you even try to take care of yourself in any kind of there's people that go through things and it's so traumatic that they'll go weeks without taking a shower. You know, they completely eliminate self-care. Um. And so it's really good to hear you say that, yeah, you, you took a break from, you know, some, from, from some vital things, but you're at a place now where you're starting to pick it back up. Like that's a really, really good, healthy next step to be in, in my opinion. And that's, that's me putting on my doctor hat and saying that, Yeah. you know, I, I think it's a very, very healthy, healthy thing. Even just doing something physical, going out for a run, allowing yourself to cry. A few yeah. episodes ago, I was talking about my shit, and I admit it, I still haven't cried. You know? Yeah. yeah. And and sometimes it's very, very healing to just do a butt-ass ugly cry and just let it out. Yeah. So I, def- I definitely agree. I put up a wall for a while where I was just like, I showed no emotion yeah, and that wasn't healthy. That wasn't healthy for us. That wasn't healthy for me. Yeah. Wasn't. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wish like, I wish I wouldn't have, but I did it. So <laughs> yeah can go back no it's and the fact is is that it's completely normal like that is not abnormal at all to just shut down it is a very very normal thing to do um 
and it's very normal to shut people out as well. And you got to do what you got to do in order to get over the, the uh, what do they call it? The shell shock, you know? So I know my dad has been through some stuff when he was in the military that he still won't talk about today to, you know, to most people, unless he finds out that you've been in the service and that you could possibly relate. Mm-hmm. The fact is, is that there are people that have never gone through the trauma that you guys have gone through. And therefore, they will never be able to relate and never be able to do anything to help. And those people are not the people that you need to talk to. It's just as simple. Yeah. They're not qualified to be able to help you through your pain. You know, so I totally get that. I totally get that. Well, Sean, you were shut down for a while. Yeah, we have a hyperactive wiener dog at the moment. And That's okay. I'm thinking he probably needs to go out, so I'm planning uh, on us switching seats here in a second. But ah, uh, it's your interview, babe. I'm not gonna <laughs> fucking let you take him. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you still trying to get out, Brooke? Huh? What? You're I'm in the hot seat now, it. man. You're in the hot seat. Um. All right. Yeah, I mean, it's, I agree. You know, honestly, to the last point, like, even talking with my own mom, you know, she just, she can't relate, and that's fine. I'm not trying to get her to relate or expecting her to relate, but. Sure. You know, like, we'll, because she lives, you know, states away, and I'm busy, and we're busy, and she's even busy, blah, blah, blah. And we'll get the text message that's like, Hey, son, are you live? Haven't heard from you. Love you. And it's like, okay, well, you could have texted or called me, too. But then when we finally do talk, you know, it's just, um, I don't know, lately, just, you know, kind of like, well, how are you guys really doing? And I'm like, no one ever asks. Like, yeah. No one really thinks about it. And honestly, they shouldn't think about it. Yeah. But, like... I guess I'm saying that to, like, I'm not trying to blame other people for not asking or not wanting to talk about it. My whole entire point is I do not expect them to because they have no fucking idea the shit we've been through and, you know, the traumatic shit that we saw and did and had to live through. And, you know, I'm not going to go into it now. We have a whole podcast about it. Yeah. Um, or episode about it, and you can check that out on your own and get our story. But, <clears throat> you know, it's uh, it's interesting and weird because, you know, I don't expect people who don't know what I'm feeling or how I'm feeling to ask me how I'm doing or talk about it. And then on the same token, though, I want them to respect the fact that, like, To be quite honest, I don't give a fuck what you think I should do about how I feel because you ain't got no fucking room telling me how to feel, how long this should take, you know, I should go do this or I should read this scripture or maybe I should go talk to this person or maybe you should go to this group and it's like, I mean, I get it, you're trying to help and you don't know how to help, Mm -hmm. but just... You know, it's okay. Like, I don't, you, you can't help. <laughs> so right. you just got to let us be, you know? Yeah. 
So it's kind of a, it's a weird thing because you want people, you know, to kind of, I don't know, am I making sense? Like you kind of want people to remember like, oh yeah, because sometimes, you know, people talk about kids or talk about certain things and it's just like, depending on the situation I'm in, I either just kind of check myself out mentally because I have to be there or I physically just am like, yeah, I'm going to go over here for you know i don't know like i'm out see ya <laughs> i gotta yeah. go yeah yeah and <clears throat> you know you you kind of want people to to be you know courteous or conscious but at the same time like at that point i'm the asshole because i'm putting all this shit on you and like you know that's not fair either so yeah. it's no. weird man but to get back to weird. like some churchy shit like for me, it it has no no uh, no. What am I trying to say? Uh, pros or cons for not wanting to go to a church. So that's kind of where, you know, my own wife and I differ because, you know, if you've listened to pretty much any episode of this podcast, like, church doesn't do it for me. It's boring. It's outdated. There's a lot of shit that's wrong. It's not about money, and it's not about, you know, fucking AC being at the right temperature, and, like, if we have the best, most current uh, worship music, and if our kids can have the best fucking stage thing so that, you know, they can learn about Jesus. Like, all of it's kind of bullshit to me. So, miscarriage and trauma aside, like, I still personally would be not going to a church right now because it doesn't, I don't get, like, if you want to be a churchy, I don't get fed. I don't get challenged. I don't really get taught because it's shit I've heard my entire life. And it's, it's not like a mature version of it. It's the same cookie cutter, like, don't touch the stove, little kid. Stoves are bad. (laughs) You never touch a stove. Well, bitch, I grew up. And I learned that the stove is awesome because I can cook on that motherfucker. So how about we talk about the stove now? But no, we've got all these preachers and teachers and whatever fucking title they want to give themselves. Apostle, bitch-sucking cockfucker. <laughs> like, you just, bitch you know. sucking Oh, I went on a missions trip once. Now I'm an apostle. Like, no, bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Did you say bitch-sucking? Yeah, I think I did. Yeah. <laughs> I've well, been told I talk too much about dick, so I was trying not to say dick. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it doesn't challenge me, man. It doesn't, it, it's not, maybe challenge isn't even the right word. It just doesn't, there's not a mature level, I feel like. It's always like at a preschool or Christian faith, and that bugs the hell out of me. Yeah, because I'm not there. I'm 33. Talk to me like I'm 33, not like I just t- came to your church yesterday as a 10 year old, and I don't know who Jesus is, bitch. Anyone who fucking lives in America knows Jesus Christ. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Respect my humanness and my maturity and my fucking livelihood and my time, and then I'll come to your church. 
You're taking over my podcast here. Wow. Switch me. I know. So tell us how you really feel. Jesus. So I think <laughs> I think where we differ is I think he hit on some of the topics, obviously. But I think where he missed About the dick sucking? Yeah, of course. Uh, I think where he like kind of uh left out or whatever is that like I miss I miss community. Yeah. I have amazing friends and they're super supportive, but like whenever I was going through that, I didn't want to, I didn't want to go to church. Like that wasn't, you know, and and that's not saying like I wasn't ever going to go back, but then like I started, you know, whenever we were looking for churches, I was looking for a community. I grew up going to church and having that community that, you know, that friendship that you know the people you know you meet there and you have this camaraderie like i that's what i miss yeah because we don't really like we have a group of friends here but like we don't we i mean outside of that like there's you know i mean there's no like i mean a few of them go to church together and then like that's their you know like that's their like group but like i miss the community like a community like yeah. i miss like you said like you've said in previous podcasts of you know like your neighbors you come over and you grill out and you know you get your whole neighborhood involved that's awesome like yeah yeah like stuff like that like i'm not saying like i'm in i'm just in a different place than uh you know like he said the whole he needs to be fed he needs and that's fine like we don't have kids that need to go to children's church. Like we don't have any kids that need to go to youth or anything like that. So like we are looking for different things than, you know, other people. Sure. So I don't think that that is like, I think, I don't think the reason why I'm saying I'm not going back to church is because I turned my back or I'm mad or I just, I'm just not there yet. Like I, I want that community, but I'm just not there yet to go back. Like I, I see. need, I need to, like we need to focus on, you know, getting us stronger and healing and stuff like that. So that's kind of where I am. That mm. I never once like said, you know, I don't believe in God. <laughs> After anything right. bad had happened, like I still, I crave the same thing that he does. Like I want knowledge. I want. I want to learn. I want to know what I need to do to help us, help me get through things. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. And I do that. Like, I read. I, you know, do my devotional, which is very important to me. Very important. Yeah. Yeah. And like, just like trying to, and I keep saying this, but like heal, because that's still where I'm at. Like, that's going to be, you know, that's going to be a priority for Mm -hmm. a while. So. Yeah. So, so to, to that last point that you made, the next question is, and how was your, how has your interpretation of God or church or both changed since you've been away? Like, has there been a shift in your mind about who God is or about. Um, the way that church is organized or run 
today. Oh yeah. I mean, um, I, I know who God is. I know what he, you know, what he is to me. I know, you know, what he's done for me. I know that, um, there was a time when I was mad at him, but like, I never stopped believing in him. Like my interpretation of him is like, he, I'm trying to think of how I feel like he's given me peace because at a time when my life was turmoil and sad, like I'm starting to get the peace that I prayed for, you know, like he, yeah, it's, (laughs) he's, I mean, in like going through stuff that, you know, we've gone through, going through stuff that I've gone through, like even throughout my life, like it just makes my relationship stronger with him. Yeah. So, I mean, if that's what the question, if that's what my interpretation is, yeah. I get it. You still lean on him, you know, for, for your support and your strength. Yeah. And that's good. That's where, that's where you should be. Yeah. He's definitely shown me grace when I shouldn't, I didn't deserve it. Yeah. So yeah, there's, um, there were times where, you know, I had the darkest, darkest of the dark things going through my head and like, he definitely showed me grace. He showed me mercy in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm thankful for that. <laughs> That's a good place to be in, you know. I mean, because a lot of people get so angry at God that they they say, "Fuck them! I don't want you. I don't want to have anything to do with you." And for you to not be in that place, I think is is um, is really good. It's really good. And then what you're doing to battle through the anger and the frustration that you feel. I mean, even people that are not Christians, they all say the same thing. When you're, when you're in that place of toxic emotions, get physical. Do something to change your physical state. Yeah. So, how often are you running? Um, at least three to four times a week. Really? Yeah. And how far? Um, today I did two miles, and I've been doing about 3.2. But today, just wasn't feeling it. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I've been I've, trying to get back into it. My shins hurt too bad when I run too far. But, like, I started back earlier this year. I ran, like, two and a half miles the first day cold. Yeah. I can't and I was hurting for a month. <laughs> yeah. So... I do, um, I kind of do like an intermittent where like walk, run to get back, build my endurance. Sure. Yeah. So I've got a little route that I go in the morning so I know how far it is. Okay. And how far I need to go extra just in case. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've got a little route that I follow around the neighborhood and, um, the dogs, when I take the dogs, they start me off running. Really? Like, I fight them to walk to the end of our street, but then they start bolting and um, forces me to to run a little bit more. But I do the same thing. I run, walk, run, walk. Yeah. Um, but then when they're tired, they get tired before I do. It's yeah. just walking from that point. I'm 
they're three feet behind me and I'm dragging them to get home <laughs> most of the time. So, yeah, I think like being active and like getting your mindset, becoming healthier. Like I wasn't happy with, um, I wasn't happy with myself. And so like just getting back into that positive mindset where, you know, like you're feeling healthier and that's, that's been, that's been great to just make me feel a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. I get that completely. All right. Well, the next question is, um, back along the lines of your faith, you know, are you telling people that you're a Christian, you know, or if you do or don't, why? Yeah. I tell people I'm a Christian. Um, yeah. I talk about the podcast that work. Some, some actually, um, some of the people that I work with actually listen to it. Really? Yeah. So they're like, a, you know, sweet few of your listeners. Um, and you're you're working at the state of Illinois, right? So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> bleep, Shout bleep, out to bleep bleep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, um, so yeah, I definitely tell people I'm a Christian. I'm hoping that, and this sounds probably cheesy. I don't know, <laughs> but like, <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna smell great. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God, that smells so good. <laughs> I feel like hopefully the experiences that we've gone through is going to be, you know, we're, you know, able to share with other people. Um, we're yeah. able to use use it as a testimony. Not just yet, but eventually I hope that is, you know, what we're able to do. If it can, If I can talk to someone... And help them in any way if they're going through the same thing and just let them know that you know i understand i know exactly what you're thinking you know what you think and how you feel is um is not wrong like yeah that's, it's your feelings but yeah if it's any way if we could use it to help anybody that would be something that yeah that i would want to do I don't know what Sean wants to do. Are, are you going to drink like over the microphone right there like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, to that, to that she, point. Like, she, she, she pulled her arm over like you would when you're getting married and you cross <laughs> arms to eat the cake from each other. <laughs> to that point, I think... I'm definitely on the side of, you know, God will use the things we go through, but that he is not the author of those things. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> honestly, like, one thing I can't stand people to say is, you know, well, God's got a plan. And you just got to believe that this is part of it and it'll make sense later. And I just want to wring their fucking neck and be like, don't say that to me. Yeah. Like, what do you think of God? <laughs> because if, if God has a plan for me, he does have a plan for me. But like, if this is part of his plan, he's a shitty God. Yeah. So I, you know, God yeah. did not make any 
of this happen as far as, you know, the miscarriage and all that stuff. There's no way he's the author of that because if he is, I'm out. Like, fuck you, man. Sure. But the other side of that, which is slightly more educated, I feel like, and well-rounded is, and honestly, before I say that, like, I feel like people say that in ignorance and they have no, you know, they don't, they don't know what to say and they just spew that out because they've heard it their whole life. But, you know, it's God has a plan, baby doll. It's not an answer. That's a lazy, ignorant, unlearned answer, you know? Yeah. But does he have a plan? Sure he does. But this, this is not in it. There's no way in hell that this is in it. No. Um, but the flip side of that is I agree with my wife that, you know, at some point we'll be able to use what we've gone through to, and I hate even saying use, but we'll be in a place where we can relate. Like I said earlier, it's, it's weird talking to a lot of people because they can't relate. And we've had a few people that have gone through very similar things. And even the other day, Brooke got a message from, you know, one of the ladies and she was kind of sharing some stuff about father's day and just in general. And, you know, and it's like, like it meant a lot because you know, she knows like she knows exactly how we're feeling. She knows exactly what we went through. And she's not trying to be like, here's the answer. She's just like, hey, yeah, it sucks. And know that we're here if you want to talk. Like, because yeah. I need to talk too. And, yeah. You know? So at some point, we'll be able, hopefully down the line, to, you know, be that for other thing. people. And not just be sure. the ignorant, unlearned, easy, well, God's got a plan and he'll work it out. I'm going to go eat my fried chicken and go golfing now. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. So I I've talked about on the podcast my aunt passed, you know, last month or whatever, and um Yeah, you know, I called my, my cousins the other day. My mom is still alive. She's not dead. And I called just to check in and I said, Look, I still don't know what to say to you. You lost your mom. I'm just calling to say hello. And just to remind you that I love you. And that I'm here. And that I haven't forgotten about you. That's it. That's all I'm calling to say. How's it going? How you doing? I haven't forgotten about you. And. I think that that's more of. You know. That's. That's. That's more of what people need when you don't understand and you really can't relate. The only thing you can do is be there. That's it. Yeah. You can't do anything else. And it, it'll be a very pious person to to um, declare that they can do anything more than that. So like when me and Sean talk, it's like, hey, what's up? You want to talk about it? Nope. OK, fine. Then we don't have to talk about it. Like on the last on the Father's Day podcast, it was like, you don't want to go into it? Fine. Then let's not go into it. 
We can talk about it offline or not talk about it at all. Yeah. You know, and it's okay. Because it just has to be. You know, I do not understand that feeling. Yeah, I but, do not know but, it. Yeah, but you're there for that person, regardless if you understand it. Like, you're yep. 100% there for them, and yep. you know that. Like, yep. they and know that you love them, you're there, and yep. you have, they have your support 100%. Like, yep. that, that's, I mean, that's what we, like, we have friends that, you know, haven't gone through it, that do support us always, you know, like, that's, we're not saying, like, we don't have that support system, but we, you know, there are, like, times where it's just people say things that, um, that we don't want to hear. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, because it's not real. Like, yeah. You calling your aunt, <clears throat> or aunt, as you say, and just being real, like, hey, I don't got words, like, seriously, but I love you. I'm calling my cousins because my aunt died. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Either way. I mean, whatever situation, you know, like, Hey, I'm just going to be real. I don't know what to say. I know it's shitty. And if you want to talk, I will definitely listen. But I just want you to know I'm thinking about you. Like that's real. You know, The, the latter of that is the whole, which is what I was just talking about. Like, I think that's why it's just so annoying to me because it's so fake and it's so like non-compassionate just of like, I'm going to give you this blanket answer and then I'm going to walk away and then I'll never talk to you again. But when I do, I'm not even going to bring it up because I'm going to talk about me or I'm going to talk about this other thing. And then I'm going to forget all about it because I never really was invested in how you felt in the first place. Right. And that's what's shitty to me. That's a shitty person. You know, so, but dude, even, it's, the, it's the majority of like church life, honestly. Church people. That's my opinion. And yeah. I could be wrong. But from my experiences, church people in general, that's, you know, there's very few real, just being real people in church. And it's like, well, I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah. I'd rather not be a part of anything. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And listen, there's great church people out there. So if you're listening to this and you're feeling like I'm coming down on you, like, I mean, take a look at yourself. I'm just talking about my experience, but there's also great church people, you know? They just seem to be few and far between. There's also great churches, you know? So um, they're not excluded. Or they are excluded. I don't know what I'm trying to say. But I've the 80-20 rule, right? So that's what applies here. Um, yeah. I'm with you. I tell you, our hearts went out to you guys. And still do. I mean, I talked to Sean more than I talked to Brooke, but. Oh, yeah, we know. Yeah. But still. Your support, yeah. You know, we know we love I'm, you. I'm here and my ear is bent. And, and you know what? And the other day I talked to Sean after recording and I had to vent. And I don't know. We probably talked on the phone for a good 30, 45 minutes after recording. And I just had to get it off my chest. 
and I'm sure I'll talk about it on the podcast sometime at some point, but um, it's for another day. So, so I think I already know the answer to the next question, but would you consider going back to church? Going back to the four walls? Yeah. I mean, I would, I mean, if we found a church that, um, that we both, not saying liked, but was, you know, we both felt that that's where, you know, that we both called, I don't even want to say that. Can we edit that out? <laughs> we could say we will, but then we won't. Okay. Anyway, yeah, we'll, if we'll there's, edit a, that out, if no there's a church that we both feel like that's the place that we need to be, then yes. Yeah. We will go back to church. I would, I'm not against going back to church. That 100%, um, like I said earlier, I do feel like I want that community. Yeah. And, but community doesn't have to be at church. And I totally understand that. Like yeah. community is what you what you make of of the people that are around you, and mm. we do have good community. But that was like I just grew up in it, like community and like going to church and. Uh, I just feel yeah. I just feel like I could do so much more than I'm doing. I guess is, I guess that's a good way to put it. What do you mean though? I was just about to ask that. What do you mean by you could be doing more? Because in my mind, go ahead, answer the question. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, Like, I feel like I could give back more. Like, I could do more community work as in, you know, like helping out in my community, not just in church, but helping out, like, you know, doing... um, doing like food pantries different like i feel like i've i've always felt called to do um to do outreach and stuff like that i feel like i'm not doing that and i could like if i was um like when i was involved in church i felt like i did a lot more stuff like that it's easier to do with people that are doing it yes than it is to do just like on your own and just say okay i'm gonna go to a food pantry today yes yeah, that's yeah. kind of like what I was trying to say is just like I could do more if I was involved in a church. Yeah. But I could still volunteer and do certain things that are affiliated with churches. Yeah. So, you know, I, I agree with you and I feel the same way. Um, you know, when we first left the church, we we had a small group that still came to our house and that we met with and prayed with and read scripture together and made plans to do, you know, different community things, uh, food pantries and give them to the poor and stuff like that. And honestly, it just fell apart. You know, we, everybody just got super busy and we just didn't meet together as much as we used to. Dude, was that a fart? (laughs) Not mine. (laughs) Breaking new ground on the podcast. Good God almighty. That sounded wet. Dude. Can you believe our dog did that? I cannot believe that Hans did that. Sounded like a grown ass man fart. It's so sure weird. did. <laughs> Dude, there is one rule when we're in a room together podcasting. <laughs> no farting. 
<laughs> yeah, do that shit, man. You go outside and do that. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I can't I can't record with fart stink in the in the air. <laughs> that's a that's a that's an abs that's a showstopper right there. He thinks farts are so funny. They, they are. are funny. <laughs> They are. They're absolutely it's hilarious. Fact. It's not like he thinks. Every time you fart, though, you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you smell anything? Huh? Do this you smell we anything? know. No? See, it was just noise. Yeah. It was just air. His farts never smell. Well, well you can't say that. I can't say never, but usually they don't. Jesus, that is a good wife, a keeper right there. Your farts don't stink. I mean, they do. I call bullshit. Sometimes, but, but not all the time. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing worse than a popcorn whiskey fart. <laughs> All that butter lubricating the loins. <laughs> and then you throw some whiskey on top of that. Yikes. <laughs> Ooh, doggy. Yeah. That's nasty. That's disgusting. I don't even know what I was saying now. I got so distracted by the fart. You were agreeing with Brooke about... Outreach. Everything fell apart. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we never really went anywhere with it, but um, my wife and I, we still do it. You know, it's like uh, when we get off the freeway to come to our house, there's always people on the side of the road that need something. And we make it a point to carry something with us and give it away. <clears throat> so it's something that that I was doing for years before we even left the church because I was just a strong believer in it. I'm not going to give you any money, but I'll give you some food. Yeah. Um, and I think that it's something that we can all do, even outside of being part of a local church, just to kind of be a nice light, a bright light in somebody's life or in somebody's day, you know? So, um, but I feel you. I feel what you're saying. Um, so I guess the last question is, how do you live out your faith today as being part of the unchurched community? Well, I feel like, damn, this whiskey is hitting me hard right now. Um, feeling good? <laughs> can't even shake his head. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm still with you though, Brooke. Go ahead. Okay. So... Um, I live out my faith today as part of the as he un takes unchurched. <laughs> I'm no quitter, brother. Go ahead. Yeah, How do you live out your faith? Just being a Christian, like having faith and living that, you know, day to day. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> can we just skip this question? I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> Your oh, husband. Shit, they give us something hiccups. <laughs> Your husband is a shitbag. <laughs> He's holding his breath. Oh, to get rid of the hiccups. <laughs> <laughs> Any part. <laughs> Oh boy. <sighs> okay. So 
How do you how do you lift out your face? Alright. I'm listening. Me too. <laughs> Are you though? Yeah. Um, I live out my faith by being a good person. Um I'm not a shit bag. No. Not like your husband. No. Holy shit. Definitely man. not. Um, wow. Opposites attract. Yes, they do. <laughs> I'm totally <laughs> flustered right now. <laughs> it's okay. That's all right. But you are a good person. Yeah. Some, I mean, I guess maybe just by like experiences that have made my faith stronger. Um, and like I said, being a good person, being a nice person, showing grace to people whenever they don't deserve it. Yeah. Like the shit bag next to you. (laughs) Like him. (laughs) And just like, yeah. And it's hard. Like it's hard to, it's hard to live out. It's hard to live out your faith. When certain situations are thrown at you, like when sure. people, you know, when people are using you, manipulating you, um, or just flat out mean, like yeah. you, you have to just, I mean, I'm not saying for, you know, forgive their actions, but you got to find peace, I guess, in yourself. Yeah. Otherwise it's going to just, it's going to eat you up. Anger is just going to build, and, you know. She's a man-eater. Watch out, boy. She'll chew you up. That's me. (laughs) The (laughs) man-eater. And yet he stays. He does. What a a good man. What a mighty good man. Mighty, mighty, mighty good man. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's good. So all right. everything before that, just cut that out. Yeah, no the, problem at all. The fart, too. Oh, yeah, that will definitely be cut out. <laughs> <laughs> As we wink at each other. <clears throat> oh, well... We can't wait to come down to see you guys. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Like I said, we'll be, you know, dropping Mike off at home. He's not coming, <laughs> regardless of what Sean thinks. Yeah, I was like, okay, what do we need to do? <clears throat> what, what activities can we plan for Mike? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's we not coming. To, we need to get an air mattress. <laughs> this is an adult trip. And uh, there may be drinking involved. And a lot of podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of recording, a lot of good conversations, like always. And um, we're really looking, I'm really, I am really, really looking forward to coming down to So Ill. I want to go to Laredo and I want to get a picture. El Dorado. Same thing. No, Laredo is in Texas. Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> I was like, that is not the same thing. I can't wait to get Phoenix when I'm down there. <laughs> I want to go to El Dorado. There you go. And uh, get a picture with me in front of the 80-foot-tall cowboy. Big John. Big John. I want to go say hi to Big John. I want to get myself some jerky. And maybe even buy myself a pair of cowboy boots. I think you should get a pair of cowboy boots. Yeah, well. We'll take you to the roll, Kang. <laughs> we can even bring Hans. And, 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 they always have free popcorn while you shop. Unlimited oh, refills, I, bro. Popcorn, farts, and whiskey, I tell you. <laughs> I'm okay. ready. Looking forward to that. Don't you actually not like popcorn? I hate popcorn with a passion. Yeah. Yep. But I, I also want to go down to the feed store. That's the same store. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Same store. Oh, my God. You get some feed and some boots and some hats. Get you a 22. Yeah, you can get all kinds of stuff there. Oh, my God. I cannot wait. Hell, you can get oil for the vehicle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Get some propane and propane accessories. (laughs) Yeah, get it all. How far are you guys away from Springfield? Damn it, Bobby. Three hours. (laughs) Oh, that's too far. Yeah, three hours. We are... Yeah. I kind of want to see Springfield. And will I will I drive through it? Missouri or Illinois? Illinois. No. No, you go around it. You might um, be able to go through it. I don't know how. It's probably out of the way. Oh, it well, would I don't want another three hours to get to us. You know, Laura will be super excited if you go through Springfield. <laughs> Is she in Springfield? Yeah. No way. She lives in Springfield, Illinois. I yeah. thought that's why you wanted to go. Her and uh, her and my sister live there. Why do you want to go? See Lincoln? I, I, no, not really. But that would be cool. Where Where's the Simpsons from? Are they from Springfield, Illinois or from the oh, other Springfield? Know. Springfield, Missouri. They can't be from Missouri. I don't know. It's just the name of the stupid show. It's not even the town they live in. Yeah, you would have to go out of your way. Probably be like four hours. No, that's not worth it. Sorry, Laurel. <laughs> well, I mean, not for Laurel. I mean, it, it would be worth it for Laurel, but not for freaking Lincoln. Yeah, it's really not. I mean, you can go to Lincoln's boyhood home. Wait, is it his home or is that's it? what everyone wants to do when they're on vacation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. I'll be off for two weeks straight, so I'm like really looking forward to this two week vacation. That'd be and nice. So, uh, and we've got Wi Fi in the truck because we bougie as hell, and so she'll be able to work from her from the <laughs> truck, which would be nice. She can work from our house I don't know, too. Man, there's some <laughs> there's some parts on that drive you ain't gonna have no reception. No, the Wi Fi is in the truck. It's all satellite, bro. All right. (laughs) (laughs) She won't have to work until Monday, so. Tata Tata Motors hooks him up. Yeah, we get a little hookup. 
it's all good. Um, but yeah, just just everything. I'm looking forward to it. I, I want to try some, you know, I don't know, anything special to Illinois. I want to try it. And then we go to St. Louis. <laughs> Brooke's like, hmm. <laughs> well. <laughs> try I have, hey, I have um, this apple pie moonshine that's been in the refrigerator for a couple of years fermenting. Never been opened? Uh, I mean, I poured it in a bottle. Oh. It's not airtight. I wouldn't drink it. <laughs> well, you know what? We had some moonshine for a long time because we went down to uh, Pigeon Forge. And we actually went to that the oh. famous Old distillery there. Yeah. Where you can do the uh, sample shots. Oh, yeah. yeah. We were... Hosted. It was by old, the time. old smoky. Old smoky. That's yeah. it. We never saw Dolly. Oh, you didn't? No. I mean, but we were right there in Dolly's world. Just never saw her. Isn't it Dollywood? <laughs> well, if whatever. we ever blow up and we're just like making money. Yeah. Brooke's gonna have to be like our producer slash editor. Yeah, I, I always cur- I always send you messages to correct you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, I love it because it's mostly correcting him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, except for that one Michael Jackson faux pas I had. Yeah, and then there's that. <laughs> we all have our moments. <laughs> we all have our moments. So. All right, cool. It's been an hour and a half, and it is officially 11 p.m. my time. <clears throat> so I think we better call it. Past my bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that's my cue. All right, man. It's been enjoy real. The, enjoy the farts <clears throat> and burps. Thanks. That's my life. <laughs> it's because I drink that ball juice. another drop all right peace peace bye hey everybody it's laurel the self-appointed fan club president you can visit unchurched podcast at unchurchedpodcast.wordpress.com or at Unchurched Pod on Twitter and Instagram. See you there.